Sports Rankers pre-season preparations. Sam Barker, Callum Scotland. Is this where we run around a forest or something and get Marbella out of our legs before yeah, playing altitude, a third, third, training, third yeah. division Luxembourg side and unconvincingly winning 2-0 or something? I wonder where you were going there, running around a forest. I don't That's know. what always happens, isn't it, in, in warm-up pre-season? They always just run around a forest or up a mountain or mountain something first. Area, yeah. Well, I've, I've got my pre-season surgery coming up, so there'll be no running for me for any uh, period of time soon. And then I can't. I always surprise me how they always tee up a fixture against a team that you like should absolutely thump. The thing is, I always how? fall for it. I always fall for it. I always, tune into always all of watch. them. I watched us lose 3-1. Three, three I think it was 3-1 against Wellington Phoenix. <laughs> Such like a pre-season four years, team. Four years ago. And the game kicked off at like half past five in the morning. So I woke up, watched us lose to Wellington Phoenix and then just had to live with that for the rest of the day. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is our intermediary kind of post-season review. I suppose it's kind of a podcast equivalent to your kind of end-of-term school report. Um, A-star for Series 1, Sam. I must have come from behind to win. Yeah, I'll take that. It was a nice little, nice little comeback as the season went on. Before the two of you get in here, I'll take an F. Uh, how about you for unlucky? <laughs> or... I, th- I think you for unlucky is fair. I'll, I'll take, I'll take an F, and you can guess what the F's for. Effing <laughs> raging. <laughs> I had a great. I mean, so enjoyed series one. I think I enjoyed particular episodes, you know, because I found them really kind of a fun listen, especially kind of hearing back and hearing what you guys come up with. But episode one in particular was just so enjoyable because I think all that talk for the format and kind of ironing things out and plans, I just thought kind of really came together nicely, didn't it, in, in episode one? It was nice to sit down. We had this idea, but you don't really know if the idea is actually any good until you sit down and record something. And I just remember when we got to the end of the recording and thinking, we might have something here. We might have a fun little podcast. And yeah, I mean, the great thing that about that first episode, which was 21st Century Sporting Moments, was it's effectively best sports moments from our lifetime mm. which I think was such a nice broad opener for us to just you know really enjoy it and, and pick some of our personal favourite moments yeah they were they were the sort of moments that we remember bits and pieces from the 90s but I think because we were born in 92, 93, 94 there's it's more of a sort, where you were that, what you were doing kind of yeah they're sort of the ones that you remember in vivid colour you can remember exactly what happened and where you were and things like that. So that's what I really enjoyed that first episode, and I enjoyed it even more because Rob and I agreed on a goal well, that Sam didn't even have on his list. I remember like a slight trepidation, thinking, "Is this how it's always going to go? Are we always going to pick the same thing?" But thankfully, that was a very much a one-off. But yeah, I did find it amazing, Sam, that that didn't even you didn't even consider that. No, well, I, th- I think we learnt as the series went on that football doesn't chart that highly up many of my lists. But no, I just retrospectively it definitely should have been in my top 10 I still wouldn't put it in my top 3 but that's just personal opinion but you both benefited because you got the 3 points for gold from it well in, in reality neither of us really benefited from it because we didn't yeah neither but, of us gained anything against it, the it other it was quite nice kind of just to sit down and wax lyrical about the Aguero moment knowing that there wasn't really anything on it to kind of debate that's true as opposed to most of the rest of the series where we were you know, well, always battling for something. Our bronze picks kind of provided some foreshadowing that would become 
a little bit of a theme in series one, wasn't it? us kind of coming at things from different angles. You had Super Saturday, and I went for um, what was it, Johnny Wilkinson in the Rugby World Cup. There was some interesting stuff coming on social media. We we kind of it was nice to see other people's opinions on their kind of twenty first century sporting moments. Yeah, well, you were a big fan of John Spinks, Rob, because he because he said the same as me, the exact same <laughs> list as you. Yeah, a couple couple of others came in. Always respected that mentioned. guy's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Met him before. Oh, yeah. you have met before, yeah, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, of course. Uh, another couple we had came in. Connor Ketley said, Iniesta's extra time winner in the 2010 World Cup. And Glenn Pierce with Germany's 7-1 beating of Brazil at the World Cup. But he also added that that was because he watched that with Callum and Callum made a bolognese. So it was an extra special moment for him. Isn't yeah. that nice? Didn't get any replies from the two boys I watched that World Cup final with when I made a curry. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You Did, know who your real friends are, don't you? Oh, they just prefer Italian. Who knows? Maybe that's true. Did they? Um, did either of those two football moments come into your list? Uh, at all? You know, mind? it's difficult, isn't it? Because again, what kind of was woven through quite a lot of um, the first series, at least, was kind of our kind of coming at things from a bit of a British point of view, and I think that's probably where the Iniesta moment comes from. You know, a, a great moment in a relatively dull game. That's apart the from thing. The I think case. The, the yeah. The extra time winner was a, a great moment and it was a good goal and, it, you know, historic for Spain and all of that. But, you know, it was overshadowed by Nigel de Jong's backstreet amputation on uh, Xabi Alonso and was it Howard Webb? Yeah, I yeah. mean, Howard Webb's inability to referee a game properly or, he, you know, police a football match properly. So. By desperately trying not to become the story, he very much became oh, the story. Oh, he was absolutely <laughs> the story. And also there's pattering in the background because yeah, Lola's, Lola's here, the by the way. Dog is here. Uh, couldn't get a dog care again. So Lola's here. Just ignore the pitter patter. It's almost reached a point now, though, where we, we, we don't mind Lola being here. We don't want dog care. We want Lola in the background having a little saunter around the flat. Yeah, she's flopped out now. She'll be all right. Um, Episode two, <laughs> episode two. Um, you guys have kind of talked about this little semi-pact that you've had, but you've never given me the details on quite what this involved. I just remember Callum being quite stone-faced well, when I... Sam gave his, what was it, silver? Silver answer. Yeah. Can, I, can I just come in and say, Rob talked about foreshadowing in the previous episode about, um, you know, him coming at things from a different angle to other people in various episodes. Well, that's all to be fair, not but, just me being contrary. But this this was also foreshadowing because it was a it was a clash of the answers that just didn't go my way, which happened on a number of occasions. It happened series. consistently throughout. But what you're talking about, Rob, so obviously for those who don't know, which if you've listened to any other podcast you will know, Rob is a diehard Newcastle fan. And me and Callum had had a little chat sort of the week before. And there'd been a breakdown in communication. I'm going to assume on my part. I'm because... going to confirm on your part. <laughs> because Callum basically said to me, let's not pick Shearer in the top three Premier League frontmen, which was episode two. Now, I thought he meant let's not pick Shearer as gold. So I put Shearer as my silver and you didn't pick Shearer at all. Yeah. Um, I, I think if I'd, if I'd had a top three with Shearer in it, it would have been... Omri, Shearer, Aguero, or Omri, Aguero, Shearer. It would have been one of those two so, combinations. So, can I just confirm this was your idea, Callum? Confirmed. Karma. <laughs> <laughs> I am pleased that Sam got the wrong end of the stick and entirely tanked your ploy. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a funny episode, wasn't it? I mean, I, I have to well, apologise to Thierry Omri. It was so weird because I didn't think I'd have to make that decision. I thought kind of coming into it that there would be 
maybe a couple, maybe Aguero Henri or Aguero Shearer, but I didn't put Shearer and Henri as two that I'd have to choose between. But Drogba was very much the, the joker in the pack, you know, an enforced bronze entry from you both, meaning that one of them had to miss out. And I kind of ran through the whole series with this kind of unwritten rule in my head that if you both picked a choice, that would find its way in somewhere. And that was what Aguero was. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think the Twitter poll really shone me in all too great a light with this one. Um, well, Understandable, I, mean, I, I suppose, seeing as there are more Arsenal fans than there are Newcastle fans. Yeah, I mean, I don't come out of it very well because the question was, was I, Sam Barker, right that Thierry Henry was a forward, not a front man? 18% said yes, 82% said no. Pretty sure most of that 18% was me voting on the my own Twitter poll. And I think it, the other kind of nine you, nine me, because I think I wanted to self-justify my choice, <laughs> which I was already kind of rubbishing in my own mind. Um, but yeah, in terms of kind of responses on Twitter, episode three threw up some really interesting ones, didn't they? And, and one individual sports person that came close for you guys, but I'll, well, Callum, it was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it came close for you, but I'll admit it didn't come near my kind of top five, and that was Ronnie O'Sullivan. But I suppose it's maybe more how you view snooker among the kind of greater pantheon of sports, I suppose. Yeah, I. He was the kind of name that I sort of saw early on when I was creating lists, and he just. I like Ronnie. What he can do with a Q is unbelievable. <laughs> I like our Ronnie. What he can I do like, with I a like Q. I like our Ronnie. I like our Ronnie. But. Uh... No, I, the, the, it's, no it's, idea what it's, that it's impression exactly, was, by the way. No, neither do I. Um, sounded a bit like Phil Taylor, didn't it? Um, it's sort of what you were saying, so. Rob. Another, about... another man who just missed out on the telephone. <laughs> he missed out by a long way. Um, it was what you were saying there, Rob. Something about snooker just means it's going to be. You have to do something mind blowing, I think, to get in the top three best individual sportsmen of all times. Given sports people, sports people. Sorry, um, given the lack. Of athleticism, yeah, is that just, the right word? But it's, it's any of those sports, I think isn't it? Also, he may he may have had a little bit more. He may have carried a little bit more weight with the two of you, or maybe with Sam, because Rob, you admitted that he wasn't particularly close to the top of your list. But um, he may have carried a bit more weight had we recorded that after his thousandth century break. We mm. recorded that episode before he had his thousandth mm. century break. But we also recorded it before he got dumped out of the first round of the World Championships by an absolute nobody. We so. could have recorded it in between the two in that oh, sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably the first big disagreement, I'd say, of the series uh, between you and I, Sam, on Serena Williams and her divine maternal right to own courts and uh, beret umpires. It was fun, that. I really enjoyed that debate. The Federer, you, you wanted Federer, I wanted Serena Williams uh, for sort of gold and silver, different spots. But that was what Callum was debating over. Well, yeah, because I couldn't leave Muhammad Ali out. Yeah, of course. You, you would have been... F- there, there was a possibility there, Callum, for you to actually pick three tennis players in, the, in gold, silver and bronze. Well, I said, I said during the episode that if you're the best person in your sport, no one else can be the best person in their sport. So that would never have happened. And mm. also tennis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just tennis. So, yeah, I mean... It, and I, I went through really the whole series when I was judging in the same vein where I, I just let the two of you sort of battle it out but, and come into the whole episode with a clean mind and not have anything in like not have a, a podium set out or anything mm, I so think I'm it did sometimes gonna... seem like you came into the episode you were also taking part in with quite a clean mind as well <laughs> <laughs> on to episode four um annual sporting events was surprisingly difficult 
you kind of go into it thinking there's a million things to choose from. That's it. And then you realise that actually quite a lot of the sporting events that you want to highlight probably aren't annual. Yeah. Which I certainly did. I mean, I, I, I did it with so many things. My first thought was like the Olympics. And I was like, wait, no, obviously not. <laughs> and then like the Euros, the World Cup, the, the Confederations Cup, none of them. Naturally, came forth on the list, the <laughs> Confederations Cup, everyone's favourite football tournament. Um, I've got a lot, quite a lot of flat, well, from one person in particular, for, uh, for a tactical quote-unquote pick of, uh, of Super Bowl. It was disgraceful. Us I West can, Ham fans have got to stick together. I can see how that it can be perceived as a tactical choice, but honestly... I think, I think because you admitted it in the episode. But that's what I'm about to say. Only as I kind of came around to justify it did I realise, oh, I might actually get some uh, get some points on this one. It was genuinely me struggling to put it any higher. I had two things which were naturally going to be in silver and gold, and I. But in the same way, I couldn't leave it out. I'm just I'm, you're like keep digging, keep digging. But genuinely, <laughs> that was my that was my reasoning. But having done it, I did actively try and avoid doing that for the rest of the series because it's it's not really fair, is it? Callum, is it fair? Um, I mean, to be fair, I think I probably could have walked away from six, from this episode with six points if I'd actually thought about it for it, another 20 seconds. If you like hadn't picked the FA Cup final as yeah. one of your answers, for yeah. example. If I'd gone yeah. Super Bowl, Masters, Champions League final, or swapped the, swapped the bottom two around and gone Masters, Super Bowl, Champions League final, I feel like I might have come away with six points. There was but- a... There was a nice little mystic Rob moment in that episode. Amazing. I love this. I was hoping you brought this up. I think at some point we were talking about what is and what isn't a giant killing or something. And I, and I went, Man City Watford in the FA Cup final is not a giant killing or is not a David, David and Goliath. Um, and yeah, it proved not, not to be. But as <laughs> that episode aged very well because as the draw continued, they stayed on opposite sides. It was, uh, yeah, uh, mystic, uh, quite mystical choice, that one. Um, this this I also loved from a social media point of view because this was the birth of hashtag pray for Callum. This is when people started to really uh, feel sorry for you. You were crowned the people's champion, won fifty seven percent of that poll. Not sure it, did that mean a lot to you at the time. Um, points would have meant more if I'm yeah. Honest. I thought that might be the case. Um, we got quite a lot of people messaging in about this one as well. Glenn Pierce summer transfer deadline day best <laughs> annual sport event. No, well I mean as. West Ham and Newcastle fans, absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, God. Also, having worked it, were one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> um, my dad didn't get how many sort of events you can cram onto a podium because he gave us Wimbledon, Super Bowl, Six Nations, Masters, US Open Golf, and I quote, that thing where they chase cheese down a hill. He, yeah, he didn't quite get that one. But my favourite, and it leads us very, very nicely onto episode five, uh, was uh, a tweet from Matt Manley, which was, again, about a sort of... about. Callum's another disappointing week for Callum that just said can't wait for the episode where a broken and dejected Scotland just answers tennis for bronze silver and gold in an attempt to claw back points I think broken and dejected probably leads us very nicely <laughs> moving on to episode sporting capitulations it was a great tw- it was a good tweet from Matt and it made me laugh at the time but um, just so you know I won't be choosing tennis for bronze silver and gold just because I'm going to stay true to myself and, <laughs> <laughs> and not tactically vote throughout the process Anywho, I can st- I can st- Rob is so salty about that comment from Mark. <laughs> right, it's let's, great. Let's just give it some context. I'd just been on a like a twelve-hour flight and arrived in Singapore airport, and my phone went bling bling bling, and I was like, "Why am I? Why am I having my own like 
internal monologue about <laughs> kind of staying true to myself and questioning my, you know, legitimacy in this podcast. And then you retweeted it from the official account. Of course I did, yeah. As I was queuing for baggage reclaim. <laughs> um, yeah, capitulations was a really fun one. Um, I, I was pleased that I got to judge oh, this. And <laughs> I had a lovely time doing sporting capitulations. Callum, did sweep. you? <laughs> Uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I'd put it this way. What I loved is you guys like properly trawling through the annals of sporting failure rather than kind of hashtag pray for Callum. I just love the kind of obscure things we were going into here. Tilden, I loved Tilden. Uh, Vanderbilt, obviously more well known, but a, a great little story to thrash between the two of you. And again, one that just went against you in terms of the pick. I mean, it was... It was... You had a better... Um, NFL capitulation off the top of your head, didn't you? I know, and that's. <laughs> but I, I remember, got the points. I remember sitting there like, you don't deserve these two points for Silver <laughs> at all. Because Callum's just completely come up with one off the top of his head. But this was another example where, so I'd pick John Vanderveld for gold, you'd pick John Vanderveld for silver Callum. Yeah. And because Rob, you picked him as gold, so I got the three points. I automatically got the, the silver mm. as well, even though, as you just said, my Gary Anderson Minnesota Vikings kicker story, you were like... I don't, still don't remember it. <laughs> Probably the most forgettable choice. 122 consecutive kicks! I mean, it was, it, was, it was very, very forgettable. Didn't we get a tweet about um, Keegan's entertainer, 95-96? Yes, we did. Scene? Alex Oldend. And, I mean, it would have been interesting to see it. either you kind of go for it and then you know, go for a Newcastle pick or whether I would kind of... Would have been ironic for me to go for a yeah. Newcastle pick that time. But yeah. Not willing to accept it. Uh, that but yeah, feels pretty, like a fishing pretty, for points one. Pretty the, bad uh... capitulation, that. Well, fishing for points for the other person. I don't think Rob would have picked Newcastle throwing away the title. That's no, true. I, I think I would have probably preferred them to get over the line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Another way for me to throw away points, that would have been... Can we just can we just have a moment to talk about Callum's epic meltdown at the end of oh, that episode? Oh, so good, so good, and I loved going and getting a bleep um, noise <laughs> and inserting in. It, it's very very fun to do when you're trying to piece it perfectly over the lap of the waveform, just as you just as you enter the obscenity yeah, and you just, come out. Again. You want the very very start of the F yeah. and the very very end of the K, nothing in between. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing about it was that you know. Obviously, I had that had this meltdown when I got beat six 0 by Sam in an episode, but like everyone, and I mean everyone that I've spoken to about it, was like, firstly, great meltdown. Secondly, like you've been so hard done by all series, and that includes honestly, Sam, most of your <laughs> friends from home. <laughs> oh, oh, almost all of them. I, I, I think I was probably the most unpopular winner you've ever seen. Yeah, and you know, I mean, and, and I'm okay with that, just to add. <laughs> I mean, no. No, one, no one likes a sore loser. No one <laughs> likes a sore winner, do they, Sam? So. True. I'll fully admit, moving on to episode six and non-sports, I appreciate I got the bronze and the silver for Quidditch and dressage, but I've got a little bit of a proverbial bee in the bonnet over the breakdancing. It was so specific, like anti-breakdancing because squash didn't get in the Olympics for the like, recent let's, let's call it by its proper name of breaking. Sorry. No dancing, it's just breaking. Um, it was so agenda-driven with the squash missing out. I couldn't believe you bought into that, but then you kind of came into it with this, you wanted us for, to aim for Olympic sports, didn't you? You wanted us to kind of yeah, go I for big, big, established big sports sport like breakdancing. What? <laughs> I, 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 got, I got very lucky with that in that when Callum came to his sort of parameters at the end, he said wanting to be an Olympic sport was high up. 
which made my breaking answer. Yeah, but your entire answer was based around how it shouldn't be. But I did, I did, (laughs) true. I did say right from the start, I was like, this is agenda driven. I was, I did not try to hide that fact. I was like, I am angry at breaking because squash should be in the Olympics. Can we all agree though, even though it didn't get any points, that esports is crap? And don't replay this back to us when one of us is, I don't know, presenting the, the you know Esports what? League of Legends final in front we, of 80,000 We had Esports on at work the other week. We had the, um, oh God, the, E-champ- we we had the E-Champions League. Genuinely, and I'm not saying this just to be contrary, not that bad. FIFA, right? FIFA, yeah. yeah well, I, I can kind of half get on board with that. It's the fantasy, like, RPGs. Oh, yeah, like League of Legends and like, things how like that do you... and Dota and... Blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't understand them but well, like how you do know, you quantify it in terms of oh, I, suppose I mean there is definitely there is definitely a winner and loser can in them. worms but, but yeah 2028 Olympics can't wait for it yeah well <laughs> did we all enjoy the photos of me playing Quidditch oh so much our followers really did they were fantastic they were I have quite a face when and I'm that is possibly as I think someone commented probably the last photo of you fully fit yeah yeah actually is. that exists yeah, that on me, planet yeah. earth I don't think I don't think you've been you know, 100% for anything since then. The the other thing from that episode that I really enjoyed was that we, we put it out on Instagram as well as uh, Twitter with the hashtag dressage. Oh my God. So <laughs> funny. Yeah, we put, we like lopped on a load of um, equestrian-based hashtags and then we just gained like 50 followers overnight. It was None the, of which would have listened. Equestrian accessories yeah, as well. Yeah, for, but, but from every single yeah. country around Europe. Saddles, stirrups. <laughs> In fact, I'm... I'm I'm going to go on the Instagram now and try and find out which ones they are because oh, it was it was genuinely probably when you put it up it was maybe one every sort of 10 minutes just, for yeah, about like, 2 hours. Are there that many kind of horse based bots out there that just I hate to <laughs> hate to tell you boys but I think they might have listened to it since then because they've all unfollowed us. <laughs> <laughs> they went oh this they're mentioning dressage in this podcast must be very Wow. Yeah, unfollow. To unfollow honest, straight away. Boost the numbers, it's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on to episode seven. I I, well, as much as Callum kind of capitulated around kind of four and five, I noticed actually looking back on the results, it really started to go wrong for me from seven onwards. I gained two points in the final three episodes, and that's kind of where my challenge, the wheels came off 95-96 Keegan style somewhat. Because um, I did have the lead, I think, up until then. But You had the lead up until episode eight, yeah. I think? But... I suppose going back to kind of like that Super Bowl tactical pick thing, I completely tanked myself with the England 66. Uh, kind of knowing I should have thought more about how obviously Callum would have the Yankees as his um, brought as his gold, sorry, and that would therefore rightly so, and that would therefore say. absolutely rightly so, yeah, completely shatter my chances of getting any points for it in silver place. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I want to say to start with, this was my favourite episode. Mine as well. I, I mean, from. Mostly from a participation point of view, but also because I got points. <laughs> this is my favourite episode. Well, I quite, so it wasn't even my idea. It was actually my girlfriend, Sarah, and she suggested it. And I just remember thinking, oh, that's quite good. I, I, I did the same as you'd done a couple of times, Callum, where I didn't come up with my own top three. I was like, I, I just want to sit back, enjoy it and see what the guys bring. And honestly, you had five different picks between you and four of them were Yeah, first brilliant. time we did that as well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, four of, four of them were very, very good. Um, um, and and the also the England was... 66 red kit was in there as well. Moving on. Um... <laughs> I mean, I think, I think yeah, that, w- that was my favourite episode of the, of the series by far, but I think that's just because as a sports fan, 
you know, the kits of yeah. Do you know in, in a, something in that a weird really way? Really it was enjoy. also the only gold you won outright in the entire series. That's very true. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of golds, I won outright. I'm just gonna just gonna tell you the the breakdown from the from the three judges. Uh, when I was judging, this does not reflect well on me. Oh, I, spoiler alert. Um, when I, when I was judging the uh, <laughs> oh god, I don't even want to say it. When I oh, was no, please judging, do. When I was judging the episodes, the scores were Sam nine, Rob nine. When Sam was judging the episodes, the scores were Callum 11, Rob 10. This is who, how many points you doll out to each person. Yeah, and then when Rob was judging the episodes, it was Callum 3, Sam 16. I genuinely don't know where that came from. Thank you very much, Rob, is all I have to say. Yeah, well, I, like I said... Yeah, sorry. Uh, sporting comebacks. You can make it up to me in Series 2. Well, here we go, sporting comebacks. Sam, I actually thought you did so, so well here. Um, the one I was looking back on, the fact that you genuinely convinced me that Kim Kleisters had a better comeback story and was, that was more impressive than Muhammad Ali. I think I played a little bit on your... I mean, I, I genuinely think the comeback story is amazing, but, but I also played a little bit on your uh, Serena Williams rant from earlier in the season and flipped it on its head a bit. Well, tactical, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> Stay true to yourself, yeah. though, <laughs> But no, honestly, I, I thought you did really well to argue, to argue that and because um, I kind of went into it thinking, oh, he's, he's on a tough one here arguing against Muhammad Ali, but you completely convinced me. Uh, Zanardi, again, a triumph in uh, in research, was very, very Zanardi good. Zanardi was a fantastic answer yeah. as well. Oh, quite, what a story. quite happy to Bear that in mind for points. Series 2 whenever I'm judging. I, I, love, I love me an obscure pick through history. You also love an emotional pick as well. Yeah, so but um, I've got to bear that in mind. Callum, Clint <laughs> Malarchuk, I mean, my word. What, argue, what, if, if I'd put him in as gold, would he have got three points, do you think? If yes. he'd gone up against Alex Zanardi. Really? Against Zanardi? Ooh. I think so. That, that was, was such a nuts oh, story. That would, have, that would have been one more point from Rob for me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I love these ones because of the proper um, proper storytelling, things that we haven't heard about before. Yeah, just I, I absolutely love, obviously horrific incident, but it was so... I absolutely fun. loved it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story still makes me squirm now. Like I was re-listening, this episode went live when I was travelling to Belgium. Well, you were at Singapore Airport through, as well. I was in Singapore Airport as well, baggage reclaim. No, I was travelling across rural Belgium and I literally, I sort of, Callum went, and my silver is Clint Mal-, and it came back to me and I, I must have looked like a right oddball on this train because I just went, oh, like clenched my neck. It's just, oh, it's still a horrible story. It really is. But a great story for. Do you know that what? Round. It was the first. It was the first one that came to my mind as well when Rob said that we were doing sporting comebacks. Did you know of it already? I knew that it had happened, but I didn't know his name. I didn't know no. any of the context of it, or you know, his career, or if he came, even if he came back from it. But all I all I remembered was seeing the video of it on YouTube somewhere, and being mm-hmm. like, if he came back, then that's got to be in there. I mean, he deserves a lot more than a shout out. But uh, yeah, shout out for Nicky Lauder. Uh, obviously, we recorded the episode before um, his passing, and I think unfortunately there were kind of talking about Clint Malarchuk, um, you know, louder one of the most incredible sportsmen, sports people, and that comeback is just iconic throughout history, isn't it? Um, and the final episode, <laughs> I wouldn't say I was <laughs> effing raging, but I was so disappointed with how this went down. For the final to be decided on us going in completely different directions 
And I was so annoyed at the time. When I look back on it, I've got completely my own doing. I got the complete <laughs> wrong end of the stick. And I think I'd hosted, so I, I was thinking about this. I'd hosted capitulations and I'd hosted comebacks. And you'd both done such great research to go and pluck brilliantly niche things out throughout history. And I kind of desperately just wanted my crack at the whip. So I went in and found all these kind of obscure things and these niche stories to kind of attempt to blow you guys away in the way that you'd kind of done for me. And the and result instead was you just blew yourself. And away the result you. was Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game going up against the concept of high diving. I'll be honest, that one point I gave to you was kind of a pity point as yeah. well. And <laughs> if, if, I think that's what made it more annoying. Is it felt like it? It felt like a pity point. Well, at the time it worked nicely, didn't it? Because you went from you went from bronze to gold, and the way it was going to shape out with the points was that. If Rob had won the gold, we would have yeah, been tied and we would have breaker. had a tiebreaker. So it was quite nice you gave Rob that pity point at the start because it held that suspense hope. just a little bit longer. I think that might have been sort of subconsciously what I was doing as well. But, you know, you are right, Rob, that you did both come, come at it from completely different directions. And it just so happened that the direction Sam came at it from was the one that I was sort of expecting, mm. which was the concept of high dives. I <laughs> I still think that swimming from Cuba to Florida is a greater sporting feat than running a mile I'm, I'm in four not gonna, minutes. I'm, I'm never going to deny that, but if, you, if you're asking the average Joe what he's done, and he says... Or oh, she's a, done, in this she's case. Done, you know, I, I'm always going to say that the four-minute mile is a more... Not, not a, it's not more impressive, but it's a more common achievement, and you, but you'll still be like, oh, wow, that's very impressive, which is why, you know, the way that you two came at it was such a... It, it's more be- believable, isn't it? If you're sat in a pub rather than... If someone says, oh, I swam from Florida to Cuba, you're like, why am I having a drink with Jay from the in-betweeners? Like, what is going on here? This is clearly a lie. Take out your silicon anti-shark mask so, <laughs> so you can prove it. Um, yeah, and it ended Callum on 25 points, me on, on 19. It did, and it did not end Callum. I wish it ended with me on 25 points. It ended with... Ended my- with Callum 11 points shy of 25 yeah, en- points. Ended with me on... 14 points, Rob on 19 points, and Sam, the inaugural winner of Three Sports Rankers, with 25 points. Really enjoyed that the photo I put up, uh, which was me holding a replica of the World Cup when I went to Brazil earlier this year, um, my dad thought I was just holding an owl. It did look a little bit like an owl. A little bit owl-like. We should tell the listeners that whoever wins Series 2 won't be jetting off to Sao Paulo to the Football Museum to to lift up the World Cup as the trophy. Unless anyone wants to sponsor us to do it. I think even then we'd take the sponsorship money and not do the trip. That's probably fair, yeah. Um, in terms of kind of looking ahead to... <laughs> Callum's not quite nonplussed. I mean, if we... I get to go to Sao Paulo, I'm okay with it. In terms of Series 2, uh, we're going to make some slight um, tweaks, weren't we? Um, we are. I suppose to, to avoid sporting feats gate i'm kind of requesting that specific examples be given by the <laughs> i think by that's the, fair uh, enough. just just kind of a couple things and just what so we don't go down the it, wrong route. it's fair to say this rule change has very much come from your corner well yeah but more in the sense that i was so disappointed with how the series ended that we <laughs> we could i completely tanked it when it was so close throughout i, I don't um, think i think you know that was that was more for the the final two of my topics were certainly like that where it wasn't quite you know, like non-sports mm, was just a, it, there was a gray area it was a little there. bit niche and it wasn't it wasn't quite well enough explained by me so i think the the idea of giving uh an example before the episode or you know at the end of the previous episode will not only help 
us. Yeah, I hope the and listener help as well. The listener to, yeah. But I would say, Callum, you don't want to give away too much of your criteria before the end because that is one of the highlights of your hosting shows when you have your little criteria. That's true. Yeah, well, when we're kind of tired and thrashing it out and they go, let me just break it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, then, and then I see the look on your face as you go, oh, I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to perform well here. It's a bagel for me. We're also going to have um, a round of listener topics, aren't we? Which I'm really looking forward to because we had some belters come in over series one. The idea is to kind of give the listener a little bit more control over topics. We're going to put them all in a hat and just pick them up randomly. And Yeah, I think we're, we're planning on doing them because we sort of rotate as a trio. So we're going to do them episodes four, five and six. And we're going to draw all the ones, so literally everyone we've had from the start of season one to what will be the, the end yeah, of season it... three. Uh, sorry, the end of episode three. And we will draw them out of a hat and we'll have one each. And they'll be, they'll be our listener topics for episodes four, five and six. Yeah, and like keep them coming in as well if there's anything the mo- you haven't at heard At the moment we have of. ten. So yeah. there's enough to go around, but I would love to see more suggestions because there's some of them in here that I don't really want to do. <laughs> so if you could send give, more Give us in. an example. Name and shame. Uh, let's have a look. I This will be the first one out of the hat. I would, Absolutely. I, would, I would really struggle with James Goodison's suggestion of best chance, but that's because I would have so many to choose from. Whereas something like... Nick Wright's suggestion of best the sport with the best all-round athletes would be one where you'd get... I think everyone would get quite stuck into the argument and the debate of mm. which sport has the best all-round well, athletes. Yeah. But yeah, we can I agree, it's not definitely, tennis. I mean, we cannot agree that. But uh, <laughs> let's not start that yet. We'll save that for next series. Yeah, really looking forward to that. And we're also going to introduce... Um, bonus points from listeners so every episode that we roll out i think a couple of days later or something we're going to put a poll up uh, and you're going to get to decide as the listener who gets an extra bonus point and what we're going to do is we're going to keep them on the back burner all the way until the last episode bring them in and then see how those change things up and how they affect things and then go from there for the win yeah shout out to rob farrington for that suggestion he sent that into us and yeah we're looking forward to bringing that in and Seeing what it does to the scores ahead of the final episode, cause it could really sort of turn stuff those, on its head. Those eight points could flip everything. Yeah, it could they? really could. It would be really interesting you, if one of us went from sort of second to clearly in first and was against the person in second. Are you feeling a bit nervous about this, Rob? Because I know I am. Because obviously Callum, as the people's champion, is likely to get the, the backing the majority of the weeks. Yeah, you and I are going to have to kind of pull out some sympathy stories and some soft mm. stories. I know, I'm, I think fully, in series pre- I'm two. fully prepared that I'm not going to be as good at anything in Series 2. <laughs> so not, not only will I not get any points, but all my answers will be crap as well. So We're also going to remember what setting the microphones uh, on so the audio quality doesn't completely plummet after Episode 4. Apologies about that I was more distraught by that than anyone but uh, yeah we're going to make sure that we sort the microphone out uh, when we start recording and do a test run yeah each time because uh, it sort of sounded like I was doing the podcast from in a cupboard didn't it yeah. for most of the second half of the season yeah I think I think this one's good well we don't know yet do we we'll, but we'll see well I mean we've got 37 minutes to re-record word for word if, if it's not <laughs> so uh, I think we should probably leave it there for now yeah probably there'll be some slight change on social media won't there Sam you're going to um, get all the Facebook account- well you're going to set up a Facebook account and there's going to be kind of corresponding titles across all of them yeah we, so easier to find. we thought instead of at the end of each episode trying to figure out which one is three as letters and which one is three as a number we're just going to change all of them to three as a number sports rankers and then it's just easier for us to be found everywhere and yeah say do give us a follow on twitter instagram and yeah facebook coming soon cool right well that only leaves us then at the topic for episode one oh no of series two 
my my pick. We're rotating it, aren't we? We yeah. are. So I'm going to kick things off. So the topic for Series 2, Episode 1 is Greatest Transfer Flops. Ooh. Oh. I thought of one earlier today. So oh, I want status. I want head context. I want fee. Everything rolled into one. Greatest. What if, what if the fee's undisclosed? Just throwing that out there early. It's such a you thing to say. What if, what if there is no fee? It doesn't matter. Like, it, it can, can you, Rob? Can you please give us an example? This, um, what I want to say is this won't be completely determined by price because a lot of the times you think you know biggest price, you know least performances. But this could be, for instance, Alexis Sanchez to Manchester United wasn't the biggest fee in the world. It's like forty mil, but obviously absolutely terrible transfer. So you can look through everything, compare you know compare context, how iconic the player was. You know, goals scored. You know, maybe you might have actually scored a couple compared to someone who didn't score any. But the state of the player might change. Uh, yeah, and and the fee, the the price, of the transfer will obviously come into consideration as well. So greatest transfer flops for series two, episode one. Have fun with that. Can I ask? Is this just in football, or can it be other football. sports as well? Just oh. football. Because I was going to do some American football. Maybe mm. throw some other stuff in. Just football. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm glad we've, we're sorting this criteria and examples out at the start. Yeah, who knows what could happen if we didn't do that. So guys, we'll be back at some point in the next kind of month or so with Series 2. Uh, look out for that. We'll build some stuff up on social media as well to give you a good heads up. But for now, uh, thanks for listening to Esports Rankers. Sports Rankers.